0: words in words, in. words, in. words, in. words. Hello. welcome to the first ever words in short podcast my name is Jake Nathan i'm here with 76 introduce yourself Hello Jake, how are you? I'm alright, mate.
1: How are you? Yeah, I'm alright mate, thanks very much. Yeah, I'm seventy six. Uh, you are seventy six. Yeah. You're what, a poet, what? you're a producer, you're a hip hop fanatic. I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. All of all of my loves all were uh, all wrapped up into Yeah uh, a Taste little sound bite. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been distilled down to I've got you. My purest form. I've got you there. Yeah, thanks, man. We should also mention Aaron Shrimpton. Aaron Shrimpton, New Waverley Studios. New
0: Waverley Studios. Director extraordinaire.
1: Mate, you took the uh... words right out of my mouth. Right, there you go. That's exactly what I was going to say. Filmmaker. Filmmaker. Spoken word poet.
0: Excellent poet. Hair model. Hair model.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the third member of Words in Chalk. Yeah. Uh, shall, we, shall we explain what Words in Chalk is? Yeah, Can you go for it. Oh, well? I've walked into that one, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Words in Chalk uh, effectively is a little trio of poets, spoken word artists, hip hop fans, uh, the three of us who love words, wordplay, uh, punchlines, lyrics, expressing ourselves, um, all from a love of the English language. Yeah, I think that's a good explanation.
0: I've used the term word nerds before. Word nerd, I love I think, word nerds. Yeah, I think we're definitely... Uh, yeah, word nerds. We're definitely word nerds. Yeah. But yeah, we've all, we're all, uh, we've all spoken about poets. That's how we connected. And then we've, uh, me, me and 76 have got the shared love of hip-hop too. So we're exploring all that together, and that is what Words and
1: Talk is at the moment. Absolutely. So yeah, we, we want to bring a... It's a little podcast where we talk about... Um, Like our favourite lyrics, our our recording process, our writing process, and what inspires us. Yeah, just
0: how how much we love words, and how we use them, and how we like to see them used.
1: And occasionally, Aaron might join us. He might do. He might join us. See if we let him on. And if this first episode pans out okay, (laughs) then we might get some other guests on. Yeah. Yeah, other, other poets,
0: we're uh, we're going to run an event called Where's, Where's in Chalk. We're going to do it in Chalkwell Park at Metal. It's going to be a spoken word poetry event, and we've got an incredible line up for our first show. So, we're going to try and get some of our poets on, have a chat with them about what they love about words, and uh, explore their brains and their processes too. Yeah,
1: if you check our Instagram page, you'll see the flyer for words in chalk. Yeah, date, time, five pound early bird tickets. and um, The seats are going fast. It's popular already. Um, and it's on the 8th of October. So if you want a, some live spoken word poetry, which will make you laugh, cry, walk out, <laughs> come back in and sit down, um, cover your ears, oh, yeah, applause. Yeah. yeah, hopefully applause. Um, Jake's hoping that he'll get some knickers thrown at him. But well, it's not really a spoken word night unless someone throws knickers at me. I know, and Aaron's going to wear his knickers special so he can yeah. at you. They are normally
0: Aaron's, to be
1: fair. Yeah, they are. They are. So, yeah, so Words in Chalk, as Jake alluded to there, is because the first event will be in Chalk Hall. But also, just love the title Words in Chalk. Like that little mental image it gives me of literally a chalkboard or someone writing on the pavement or a wall just that, that raw yeah, distilled sure. image a way of just writing what what you believe in writing a yeah. a slogan or a bill posters is innocent whatever you want to write on a wall what are, what are kids writing graffiti these days I don't know I think it's mostly Epstein didn't kill himself innit he didn't kill himself didn't. He, didn't. he didn't he didn't but yeah, yeah that's another podcast it is another podcast it. it's good Mate, on our next podcast, we're going to talk about how the Clintons have had everybody, (laughs) (laughs) allegedly have had tens and tens of people silenced. Yeah. Um, Yeah, lots of accidental deaths there. But for now, we'll stick to words. (laughs) We'll stick to words, shall we? So, Jake, what what got you into spoken word and writing? I was a massive hip-hop fan.
0: I got into hip-hop really early on. Um... I remember being 10 or 11 and hearing hearing Ja Rule I think he was my first favourite rapper Holla 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 Uh, yeah so like going massively into hip hop throughout secondary school just just loved it and that was a big Rockefeller era, that was. It was a big Rockefeller it era. It was dominated by Jay-Z. Like, Tupac and Biggie had sort of just happened, and we would talk about it, but it was it was definitely like Jay-Z,
1: Nas. No, well the Rough Riders. Rough Riders. Yeah, like DMX. DMX Swiss Beats, was massive at my school. Big Pump. Yeah. That was, was that, mid-2000s? Yeah, like, yeah, 2000 to mid-2000s. Yeah, those some yeah. big years they were for hop. Yeah, so, yeah, right? that, those sort of,
0: sort of guys. And, uh, and then as I got older I found people like Common mm. Kuali. Um, and I think it was through Common that I found Deaf Poetry Jam on YouTube Yeah, and uh, I just stumbled across it I think I was searching for Common and saw that and I was like oh this isn't this isn't rap it's is poem and I started watching more of that and got quite obsessed with that ended up illegally downloading it and watching every single episode and I was like this is something I could do because I'd write raps but I was like maybe wants to hear me rap really but I I thought like I could do is focus on the poetry so I started playing about with it And uh yeah, just wrote for years and years and then finally performed just before lockdown and uh and found myself a new passion.
1: Was that your first live performance just before lockdown? Was that two years ago? Yeah, it was was, um
0: it was a three year anniversary last month, I think, or the month before. So I sort of I was doing it for about nine months and then lockdown kicked in. Mm. So I just got used to getting the buzz of being on stage and then lockdown happened and we did a load of online shows and they were really weird Oh wow So just as I was getting my stride it sort of got pulled out and underneath me and then we come back after lockdown and people were treating me like I'd been around for ages and I still felt brand new which is a bit weird Um, I still feel
1: a bit brand new but yeah getting more It's a good way to film Yeah. Never feel like you've made it never feel like you're an expert no i don't want to keep I that that young to. hunger
0: yeah
1: it's your new rap name young hunger young hunger that's the one yeah we were just talking about this before we
0: started <laughs> young hunger is, yeah yeah It's <laughs> the new rap name but young and <laughs> G. No, yeah. no, there. no there's no i no but yeah you come to it through a similar
1: similar <laughs> path didn't you yeah of course yeah i've been a hip-hop fan since i was 13 and that was that was 1989, a number, another summer, sound of the funky drama, <laughs> Public Enemy lyrics. Yeah, so yeah, 1989, I got into got into hip hop, which is weird because where I live in Greys, and I went to aveley predominantly like white and middle class and very English. Yeah, would you say middle class. No, working no. class. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say middle, I don't know why I said middle class. No, it's very working, working class. class. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit like for me, it was like watching a Hollywood movie because obviously I can't relate to any of the lyrics. Yeah, but equally I can watch a movie that's like from the US or it's about killing people or it's about you got a Fight Club or a Seven or whatever. Yeah, but you, you can you, you enjoy it, right? And that was kind of the music for me, and I loved the Rappers, because you do when I guess when you're young, they just you're like the, the front man, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you like the singer or the rapper, but like not many people like the drummer no. like from a band, they always sit at the back. But the drummer's arguably the most important person in the band, right? Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I loved all the, like the rappers like Chuck D, the Beastie Boys, um, LL Cool J, um then NWA, Wu Tang, etc., as it went on and on and on, yeah. But over time, I kind of worked out it. it's actually the music. Like, the creation of the music that yeah. I liked. So, and the, and the lyrics were a bonus, because you can't really nod your head or dance from a cappella, right? Yeah, true. So, I, I really liked the, the beats, and similarly to you, after listening to Public Enemy and NWA and all those guys, it got to maybe the mid-2000s, and... I was exhausted listening to gangster rap yeah. and swearing and everything else. I'd done it. I listened to the originators of it. Yeah I didn't need to listen to any more. And then that was kind of the Raucus era. So remember Raucus Records. Yeah. So Raucus was, as you mentioned, the Common, most F, Talib yeah. Kweli, Blackstar, Black. Star Blacks, mate, what I fucking what an album. Like Reflection Eternal. Yeah, I've got I've got pretty much every Raucus on vinyl. Yeah, I was, went into it. But again, that was that's when not only were the beats insane and creative and brand new like high tech yeah dealer etc but the lyrics became really important yeah. to me because they were talking about they were, a, a, they were intelligent they were talking about social commentary or they were talking about love or they were talking about friendship or experiences but in such a poetic way yeah like that was for me that was the marriage of the two the beats and the lyrics yeah. and then, I mean, then that's, that's kind of when I got into it and started really thinking about words yeah, for sure. Like Common was a big one for me. I used to watch a lot of them to be
0: bass and uh, I remember Trevor Nelson, just one one. I can't remember what his show was called. Was it Beats, Rhymes and Life, or was that what they just used? to... I can't remember. But yeah, Trevor. I know Nelson, what you're talking about. Trevor Nelson was talking about Common, and he, I had, I liked the music, but it was the first time it made me think about the, the things that Common did. It's like Common's the only person, the only the only rapper who can do everything. He can talk. He can talk to you about love, and it means the same thing as if he's talking talking to you about the streets. He's just got that level. He's yeah. got that smoothness. And yeah. He can he can do everything, and like as, as good as other rappers are, they're there are special rappers. And Common is a special rapper. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just I just remember thinking like that was it sort of crystallized what I like about Common. Like, I Jay Z Jay Z and Nine are probably my two favourite rappers of all time. And they would talk about, they were great storytellers and talk about the streets and stuff like that, but they weren't doing the gentle side of it like, like Common was. Mm. And it just, it showed me another side of hip-hop. And uh, yeah, I got, got really into Common, Tali quality, that, sort of, that sort of thing, early Kanye West.
1: I think that's where I started to, like I said earlier, you know, you can't connect with that life because it got nothing yeah. to do with yours. But then the more real that commentary becomes about love or friendship, whatever it might be, you can start connecting with those yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mean. yeah. Kanye did Death Poetry Jam. Yeah, Kanye did as well. Um, he did um, gold. No, not gold. Digger. He did them. Um, Fall, All falls down. All falls down as a poem. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that, I think that's always been a the sign of a good song is when you can do it in different styles and it still yeah. sounds as good. So he does that as a spoken word.
0: Yeah, and I just thought another like big element of what got me in a spoken word is um. Jay Ivey on that track which, uh, with Kanye and Jay Z, what's it called? Never Let You Down. Okay. Um, hearing that and thinking like no, it's, it's not rap. It's like oh, sort of like rap, but it's not rap, it's different. What is that? Um and then I found that, found him on, on Deaf Poetry Jam as well. Yeah. Um and was like, oh shit, this is what I've been thinking about, this what I'm looking for. Um so that that was I was I was sort of ready to find that that other layer to it. After being a, a Jarrell fan and a Z fan.
1: And <laughs> and yeah. DMX, it's it's so. interesting. I was thinking earlier today, like obviously I love Big E, I love Jay, I love Nas, love DMX, I love Snoop, um, but they don't inspire me to write. Yeah. I just listen to them as a fan. Yeah. But then if we look more towards, like I was thinking, like Blackfall, um Ferramanch, Yeah. Yeah. Fonte, who I fucking adore. Um, I think I've got a man crush on him, to be honest with you. Um, MF Doom. So, your old Droog, like a recent I was talking to you about. When I hear them, I want to write immediately.
0: Yes, I know exactly what you mean. It's,
1: and that's strange. Like they're, yeah. they're all rappers, but some you want to write and inspire you. Other ones you just listen to just as a fan. Yeah, think
0: think about it. Like, I've got, I've got my, my different playlists on Spotify, and I've got like I've got, let's call it like real hip hop. And it's like '90s boom back like yeah. what I think is like quintessential hip hop. But I've also got a playlist called Music that inspires me to make music and I've not got any of that on there. Mm. That's not the stuff that, that I listen to and think, like, oh, I can do it. I want to be able to do that because that's not me. Yeah. But, like, there's... And my uh, music that makes me want to make music, I've got people like Hoji Radical. Right. Who, like, he's... I don't know, he's half a poet, half a rapper anyway. Right. And just, like, hearing, hearing his voice and, like... In it, like Hearing an English voice doing the stuff that I would love to be able to say, like he inspires me to make music. First time I started listening to um, Childish Gambino, mm. and I knew him as Donald brother first. Yeah? yeah, and it was like his secondary thing he was doing, and I thought he was really good. And I was like, like he's just he plays this nerdy guy on TV, and he's making this hip hop. Yeah, and I was like, I, that inspires me to make that to make that which I don't necessarily think when I'm listening as much as I love Jay-Z, I would, like Wu-Tang. I will listen to Wu-Tang all day, but they might inspire me now and again, like a bit of wordplay, but in terms of like, what they're talking about, it's not the stuff that I'm going to talk about. No. So, yeah, it's definitely different different parts of hip-hop that inspire different things. Yeah, absolutely. So when did you, you talk about your love for hip-hop, mm. but not when you started doing poetry?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So, um not a rapper I'd love to be a rapper but I don't think I've got the voice for it but again it's subjective and it? Yeah. Like, like Pip raps and people say I sound like him we've got the same voice the same accent
0: yeah, and
1: it works voice. perfectly and what I really loved about when he started doing his rapping or emceeing whatever you want to call it is that he's unapologetically him from Stanford yes. and I'm like yeah cool because I can't I don't want to put on an American accent it's ridiculous no. I don't want to put on that kind of weird london lad accent because that's not how I speak yeah. I want to be authentic but then does this voice sound like a rapper's voice and that's the kind of the little conflict I've got going on in my head but I love presenting I love speaking in front of people as much as I'm an introvert and I don't really like being the centre of attention unless it's thrust on me and then I'll do it yeah um, but I love I love words. So what's what's the point in writing and being clever with your words or structuring something if you're never gonna perform it? Yeah. And I've got uh, in my in my work bag I've got a book I've had for years where I've been writing lyrics and rhymes and ideas. I've got uh, all my notes on my iPhone. What on earth are we gonna do with them? Yeah. And it wasn't until. But when I used to... When I've been on a few podcasts in the past, they've always said, you should do your own. I'm like, yeah, okay, take it with a little pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, Natasha, my fiancé, has always encouraged me to do something and doesn't understand why I won't. Yeah. But it was when we went to Peggy's and saw... I think it's the night I met you. Yeah. Um, and Aaron performed. Yeah. And that inspired because he's really good, like next-level good. Yeah. As a think- as, as you. Yeah, um, Well, but I'd you'd say you'd be really cocky there, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, that again, that, that inspired me. And some of the other ones who, oh, it sounds really, like, shitty, but weren't so good, yeah. inspire me as well. Because I'm like, well, if they're brave enough to get up and do it, I can be brave enough to get up and do it. And with, you know, Tasha's encouragement, as in, you're going to do this, go and put your name down and do it next yeah. time. And I was like, "Cool." So without even having written a, a proper poem, I said to Lola, the host, yeah. "I'll I'll be back next week or next next event to perform." Yeah. And literally committed there and then. And then between then and then, I wrote three poems that I then performed. Yeah. Which, like, like when you do anything, you're like, "Why the fuck didn't I do this sooner?" Yeah.
0: So much of it is actually doing. For years and years, I wrote stuff. I, I, like, I do design and all sorts of stuff now, but for years I wanted to do this stuff, I wasn't doing it, and felt, was waiting for something to tell me to do it, mm. but that, that never happens, like, I, what I've learned, the most important thing I've learned as a creative is the only difference between me, someone who's doing it, and someone who's not but wants to, is that I'm doing it, mm-hmm. you've just got to start, Yeah, you've just got to get going on it, and... Like, cause I, I, I wrote for years. And Are you a
1: lot, like me?
0: Massively, yeah. yeah. I've got, like, eight projects on the go at the moment that I'm working on and I flip between them and, like, whatever's got my interest at the time, which I think is a quite a creative trait. No, I was literally about to say that, yeah. Yeah, scattered minds and it's everywhere. Yeah. And you've just got to embrace that. I've, I think that I've got a better writer, but to be a better writer as I've learned to just let the ideas come to me. I don't, like, sit down and think, right, what am I going to do next? What do I want to create? Just opening your mind to the possibilities. Yeah. Because, like, I, I feel like some, half the time I'm not writing it, it just sort of happens in my brain and I just put it on, on my phone. Yeah. Like, it comes to me fully formed. Something's happening in there already and I've just got to be open to let it let it come out. So I think, yeah, just if, if you can take anything away from listening to two people who wanted to do so for ages and didn't do it and then finally did it and regretted not doing it
1: so you know it's do it it's just like just start yeah that's probably one of the most common bits of advice i've heard and experienced whenever i've read books or watched youtube or speeches whatever is you just need to start yeah the only like you said the only difference between you and a successful person is that they started and yeah. you haven't and everybody that wants to do something, you look at people and you're like, I could like,
0: I could do that, or I could do better than that. Mm. And this person, like this person telling everyone they're a poet, like that, I can do better than that. It's like, well, the only way to make yourself a poet is to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, and, then, and yeah, I realised that. Like, you, everyone deals with self-doubt. Self-doubt is a very difficult thing to get past.
1: Well, I know, like, MCs I've worked with, like, when I've been producing, like, really, really good hip-hop. And they've got imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I'm like, you're fucking brilliant. Like, I'm really honoured to have you on mm-hmm. my track. And they're like, I don't know if I want to put it out. I think, I think. All but that's such a common trait in yeah, you know, with creatives. Yeah. Like you don't. Everybody, I think.
0: Like even I used to work in a professional development department, and we we ran a, a run a course on the imposter syndrome, and it it's there's like studies on it, and it's something like 95 percent of people think that they're somewhere that they don't deserve to be, and they're just faking it a bit.
1: Yeah everybody feels it Um, well there's two it's a paradox there's people who are afraid to fail which is completely understandable and people who are afraid to succeed yes like why are people afraid of being really good at stuff I thought about this and I wonder if it's like you know in school if you put your hand up to answer a question you get like fucking pelters Yeah. because you're the teacher's pet you're the boff you're the know-it-all so do we, like, subconsciously learn that to put your head above the parapet either 100%. way is yeah. the wrong thing to do?
0: I mean, particularly in working-class people as well, because, like, as a... I don't know, as a culture, we put we put down creativity. It's like, oh, you've got too much time in your hands. Yeah. Like, going to go and do some
1: work. Yeah. Like, I'm busy doing manual work. Put yeah, the paintbrush down.
0: Which is yeah, it's all this. It's um, it's done on purpose. We're all supposed to be workers. And we're not supposed to have these ideas up above our station. Yeah, and uh, we've bought into it far too long. It's just ingrained in our culture now. Mm. So we just we we put people down for having dreams. It's like you. We you need to sort of learn to ignore what other people are going to say and just do what you want to do.
1: Yeah, if you're ever going to do anything also remembering it's never going to be perfect in your eyes yeah you're never going to finish something but then literally everybody who's written a song painted a painting um built something they genuinely think it isn't finished and it isn't decent yeah but then their audience think it's the fucking best thing they've ever seen or heard a great description i heard
0: of that is um when you look at a tapestry
1: and you see you see the front i was looking at one earlier
0: yeah, even mm. the loads in the yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I like a tapestry. Yeah, can't move the tapestries in it. No, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> when you look I've got got them on tap. <laughs> yeah, when you look at a tapestry It's like an estuary. <laughs>
0: You see, you see the completed piece of artwork. You see this, this beautiful picture that someone's created. You turn that tapestry around and it's all it's all loose thread and knots, mm. and like it looks it looks horrendous. Yeah. Um, so like I appreciate you, your feedback on my tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> you need to work on the back. That's, that's do, what I'm going to say. Yeah. But yeah, you, when people look at your art and they, they don't see the work that goes into it, they see it as it is. So people will always, always think more of your art than you do really you ask any poet and they don't they don't think they're as good as people think they are yeah Aaron's a great example he'll talk himself down massively about himself as a poet but he's a great poet. often during
1: his performance
0: yeah he'll put himself down mid-poem yeah yeah he, he um he doesn't he doesn't realize how good he is because he's got quite a different style to most people and i think yeah. that that makes him feel like a like he stands out a bit too much but, yeah, I think
1: it's great. In a bizarre way, I also really enjoy that during his poem. Yeah. I like it when people make mistakes or they interrupt themselves or yeah. they fall over it because you're a human expressing something. Like, like other than maybe a robot yeah. or a piece of technology, it ain't, you ain't perfect. Yeah. And that's the beauty of yeah. life, right?
0: Aaron's yeah, great at that. Sometimes you don't know when he's improvising. Um, my friend Tommy, Tommy Carver-Chaplin as well, he, he's another one who's a great poet. but TCC. Doesn't... I call him T Dub. T W C -C. Um But yeah, he doesn't he doesn't appreciate how great he is. Um, but he is also excellent at midway for a poem, just throwing a line in that is put up then and there that references something that's just happened. Alright. And he doesn't appreciate how much of a skill that is. That is a skill. Because for me, I mean if I'm in the middle of a poem, I'm in the middle of a poem, I'm not Yeah I can't come out of it, I need to get to the end of it or I'm graph start (laughs) again. And yeah, and and people like Aaron and, and Tommy can just like pull a line out of nowhere. And they, and they, are, they don't they don't appreciate the skill in that but we do because to us yeah. we, can, we know how difficult for that is so it's definitely nobody ever feels ready or thinks that something they've done is perfect unless
1: yeah. you Kanye West I can remember that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can remember seeing like friends who are in bands and like they'll finish their set they'll come down and oh, like that's fucking brilliant yeah. and all like, they'll say is will he miss that note my guitar was out of tune yeah. on this I'll miss that and you're like no one knows like, no-one knows. Yeah. It's great. I think being able to have that, that objective, like, pulling back almost like an out-of-body experience and trying to be your audience for a bit, is your audience don't... Like, my, my music, my audience don't care, both of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> what EQ I've used, yeah. what compressor I've used, that, th- th- it doesn't matter. It's, like, what the end product is, is what they hear. Yeah. I'm just to try and...
0: Oh
1: yeah, we were actually talking about me and Tash for that. Like, we don't like that compressor is So <laughs> It's a free plug-in. <laughs> I'm using it. I'm not <laughs> like buying a compressor. No life. Yeah. So what well, I guess I mean we're coming up to what? 25 mins. So we want to keep these short. Yeah. Because A, we appreciate that you could be anywhere in the world tonight but you chose to be here with us yeah so well, thank I've, you or listeners today. or today listen to you know yeah, or, or, or yesterday whenever yeah. it might be um this is a, a timeless podcast not bound by the the conforms of times dates not at all continuums no, no none they of exist that perpetually. we do we do we do yeah so yeah, you killed that <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good sentence, it exists perpetually. it just stopped me in my tracks. I thought that's gonna be an opening line to a spoken word piece now, yeah, when you heard you heard it boom, born on this show, yeah but yeah, we wanna we. We appreciate that people listen to a lot of podcasts. Most podcasts are an hour, if not longer. Like, how many hours do people have in their fucking days? Like, honestly.
0: Yeah.
1: So we just want to just jump in, have a little 20, 25 minute chat, talk about whatevs. Um, I'm too old to say whatevs. I'm not going to say that again. I thought you pulled it off. Did I? Yeah. I'll, I'll cut that it bit works. out. Yeah.
0: yeah. No. So like we we just want to we want to be a little part of your day. We're going to just, just going to talk about things that we enjoy and things that we're passionate about. Like we did today, we went off on some tangents. We do. Just want you to to join us for a chat, and uh, hopefully you love words as much as we do, and you
1: enjoy what we're talking about. I guess what we the important thing we should mention is again the words oh, in chalk Chor- event. Yeah. It's happening at Metal in Southend in Chalkwell Park on yeah. the eighth of October. And we have an incredible lineup. With
0: this list lineup we've got is uh, is top notch is top-notch. Do you a name-drop? Yeah, let's do it. We've got M.E.P., who is... She's a local poet and singer. Um, she's from Buzzerden. We're based in Essex, um, but she's she's national headliner level. We've got Sadie Davidson. The same. She's incredible. We've got Bexie Betts coming down from, from London to uh, to give us some poems. And we've got Hazel Mehmet hosting, who is an incredible poet in her own right and he's a wonderful host um she's going to bring the vibes we've got daryl tattoo bringing some music yeah um
1: superstar that boy
0: superstar we just, yeah it's going to be a great night honestly if I, if, if I wasn't part of the organizing team i would still be talking entirely about it because it's it's such a great lineup um and i can guarantee that it's going to be a great night so follow us on instagram words.in.talk.
1: i'm jake nathan creates um, 76 spoken, S V N T Y 6. Essentially, uh, when I made that name up, I, I, I'd fallen out with vowels. Yeah. I didn't like vowels didn't like for some reason. Vowels. I would realised that.
0: Yeah. So I just went
1: for 76 yeah. spoken. 70 without the vowels. Yeah. 6 spoken. Yeah. Without the vowels. Yeah. Now spoken's got the vowels in it. Spoken's got the vowels. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I got ingratiated my myself again with vowels by the time I got around to creating that page.
0: Yeah, so follow us on uh on Instagram. You're on you're on Twitter as well, aren't you?
1: 76 Beats. Seventy six
0: Beats That's on Twitter. What? Yeah. Um you'll find all the details for this event and
1: about upcoming kind of podcasts as well. And uh, we hope to have you with us again. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks team, thanks for listening. We'll see you in episode 2 World We'll see